welcome to the Act 4 Podcast, your go-to post-movie podcast. It's a podcast about movies. My name's Peyton. We got Connor over here. Hey, how you doing? And we got Joe in the corner. What's up? This week we're continuing our Summer of Star Wars series, Season 2. This week we're talking about Episode 3, The Revenge of the Sith. Oh, come on now. Uh, I'm very excited for this episode. I know I you this, are. <laughs> I, I, I put this movie very high on my tier list. This was directly mm-hmm. below Empire. and That's really high. If, 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 yeah, uh, I'm talking... This is, this is some S-tier material for me. Uh, and, and, and to be honest with you, I had, to struggle, I had to struggle between putting it above Empire or below Empire. So, um, so <clears throat> before I go into this, I know Peyton, this is like a movie that you do not like. So I got to ask, how was it? Um, okay, so do not like, I think, is a strong way of putting it. Okay. I... My personal opinion before going into this movie was this movie was incredibly overhyped. People say that this is the best Star Wars movie, and I rebuke that. Uh, And I still stand by that. There is no way that this movie is the best Star Wars movie. I I don't think that you can say that. Um, But people, people, including you, you've said this before, that I hate Revenge of the Sith. I don't hate this movie. I, I actually enjoy this movie. It's the best of the prequels, and and I, yes. that's a fact, and any everybody knows that. That's not a high bar. The question is, after we finish this series, does it get a place above any of the other movies? Because for me, it's the highest of the prequels, but it, it's not above any other movie. Um, but to, so I guess to answer your question, has my view of this movie changed? I think so, but I don't Ooh. know, because okay. we haven't watched the other ones yet. And so I can't accurately say where it moves, but I did enjoy the majority of this movie more than I remembered enjoying it. That's all that matters, baby. But in no way is this an S-tier movie. I I, okay. I can never put this movie in the S-tier because hey, that's okay. there's too many parts of this movie that aren't good. I don't even know if I can make it A-tier. That's what whenever I have to reevaluate and think about it. But it's a lot better than I remembered, so I'll give you that. Hey, but and that's okay. And I, I never, different... I never said I hated it. I just, we have our it's, it's it. not the, it's not the best. And I, I get very upset when people say it's the best because after watching it, it's very clear to me that this is not the best Star Wars movie. And we'll, we'll talk about that. I'm sure. Yeah. Joe, what about you? Um, kind of in like the same page with Peyton. So we're like, I don't know. I'm very in the middle of y'all. So we're, I definitely enjoy a good amount of this movie but i can never put it above the other star wars movies or hold it as like one of like my favorite movies of all time or like other things that people say about this movie like it just doesn't click to me because mm-hmm. there's just too many things that bother me about this movie that are just they're just frustrating yeah. like okay. it has a good amount going <clears throat> for it but there's just there's a lot of little things that just add up Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I mean, for me, I definitely could say I don't think the spot has changed. I still love this movie. It's still in my S tier. I don't know if the spot has exactly changed. Uh, I still struggle with uh, putting it putting it above or below Empire. And I, I mean, y'all, y'all said that. I don't know how you, that's a struggle. I think the struggle should be if it drops below Return of the Jedi. Because nah, I, 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 I don't see how you can put this above Return. Ah, uh, dude. I, we, I mean... We, we talk about it. Like, we just have different preferences in Star Wars movies, man. Like, I, I like my cool lightsaber fights. And if you talk about cool lightsaber fights, this is the coolest lightsaber fight. I disagree with that, but we'll talk about it. I mean, there's so <laughs> many. There's so many great lightsaber fights in this movie. But we can talk about it. Uh, for this one, I, I kind of wanted to go a little bit more through the plot. Okay. Um, because, you know, I really enjoy it. With the other ones... We kind of all put them down at the bottom, so it made sense to jump around, because you know we didn't really care about them as much. But for this one, this is like top tier for me, so I gotta go through this plot. Yeah, so it starts order. off. So it starts off, baby. You know, you got the crawl, you got the everything that's going on. It starts off in this beautiful. I'm gonna say beautiful, because I think it's beautiful. 
this beautiful long take of, of okay, Anakin. And... Before we get to the long take, which I agree is awesome, can we talk about the opening crawl before we get going too far? Because there's Go a ahead. line in the there's a line in the opening crawl that leaves me baffled when I read it, and I can't believe that George Lucas didn't have someone proofreading his writing because it makes no sense. He writes, right, "Let me hear it." There are heroes on both sides. Evil is everywhere. What do you mean there are heroes on both sides? There aren't heroes on the bad side. What are you talking about, George? That line, there are heroes on both sides, doesn't make sense to me. Because the point of a... Oh my goodness, I just hit my microphone. The point of a hero is that they're on the good side. Whatever your point of view is, heroes can only be on one side. You know? It's kind of the definition of the word hero. That's the point. (laughs) That's what hero means. Um, so I don't, I, that to me, I, I feel like is a weird, a weird thing to you say. And evil it's is fine. everywhere. You know, it's, hey, that's, that's a little that, that's ambiguous. That dark, that's that dark, dark side cloud in the mind again. But I, before we got going into the long take, which is actually really cool. Um, big, big thing real quick. I just I'm think a, that defend, didn't make sense at I'm all. I'm going to defend that real quick. Padme even goes around and says, do you ever think we're on the wrong side? So bing, bada, boom, heroes on both sides. It's all clear because Padme was like, do you ever think we're on the wrong side? Well, no, but then that comes down to the relative, uh, that, that comes down to, like, the good is relative thing. But that's not what this is saying. This is saying that there's heroes on both sides. Like, specifically hero. It's just the language of it is kind of weird. I think you they could have, that could have been phrased better. I just feel like that's a stu- that's stupid writing to me. Hey, there's heroes on both sides from a certain perspective. <laughs> that's like, no, no, okay. No, listen, that line, listen to me. All right, ready? You, you guys have both seen The Office, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So if we go to whose wedding was it? Uh, if you go to the wedding, oh, who's whatever wedding it was that there was the. Anyways, B.J. Novak's character Ryan he gives the toast and he says, "I want a toast to the troops on both sides." And so everyone like to the <laughs> toast to the troops. He like claps. He's like they're they're like yeah, that's a good one. A toast to the troops. And he goes everyone. On both sides. And they all go, oh, no. Like, that's what this <laughs> makes me think of. And, oh, no, it wasn't. It was the garden party. It wasn't a wedding. It was the garden party episode. And so it's like, that. that's what this makes me think of. It's like, sure, it's all relative, but you're never going to say that there's heroes on both sides. Like, for me, the good guys in, in war would be America. But I'm not going to call the people on the other sides heroes. That's not how this works. <laughs> You know, they're heroes to other people because it's relative. But still, I don't think you can say that there are heroes on both sides. That's, yeah, that's whatever. So this movie started out on a bad note for me. I was just like, that's kind of silly. Nah. (laughs) You just gnaw? You can't just gnaw (laughs) that. (laughs) I'm not going to listen to your logic. I feel like that's how this episode's going to go a lot. (laughs) Peyton's going to be like... He's going to spend, like, five minutes on this, like, fully fleshed out argument in his head. And then Connor's just going to be like, but no. (laughs) (laughs) I present logic and Connor ignores it all. It's okay. Come on now. We know that's how this dynamic works. It's just like, here is my problem. And Connor's like, you see that lightsaber fight at the end, though, right? At the end, though. (laughs) And in the middle. And everywhere in between, baby. Come on now. Uh, okay, continue. We, I just I wanted long. to address that before we got you know started. What? You can address it. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> we get this long take, right, bro? This long take is beautiful. You know, we got Obi Wan, we we got Obi Wan, we got Anakin, and they're flying and they're flying through this this space battle, and we we get a space battle, bro. It's been too long since we've gotten a space battle. So we get a space battle, and and they're headed towards Count Dooku slash General Grievous slash the one that. Senator Palpatine is on. I forgot the name for a second. And they're going, and they got these buzz droids, these Vulcan droids, all coming at them, trying to stop them from getting onto the ship. And they eventually, they, they blow the shields open, and they go right in. Oh, dude, you know what I just forgot about? <laughs> uh, what? What did you forget we're gonna, about? <laughs> we're going we're gonna to bring it up in a little bit. <laughs> uh, but they get out, and they just start... <laughs> massacring some droids you know what i'm saying just <laughs> droids left and right getting sliced everywhere and they have r2 wait by the ship this is important because r2 gets jumped <laughs> this is like this episode is instead of its instead of its commentary it's just 
It's just the movie as explained by Connor. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be an interesting hour. (laughs) What are you talking about, hour, bro? It's going to be two hours. So, so since. No. No, it can't be that long. No, so you were talking about uh, the long take at the beginning. Um, Yeah, we can go back to the long take. Yeah, let's talk about that for just a minute. Um, It was really cool. Long take yeah, was cool. it's cool. I have a problem with it though. The dialogue between Anakin and Obi Wan is kind of, eh. There's the, uh, the one dialogue part... everywhere is janky. We just yeah. you just got to accept that. At one that. point, we have Anakin say that Grievous's control ship is straight ahead, and then about four minutes later, it's just like it's straight ahead again. And I was just like, so this entire time the droids have been on the ship and everything like that, <laughs> they've made no progress towards actually getting towards the ship. And I was like, were they just like flying around in circles when the droids started attacking? Like, uh, it's it's just yep. confusing. Yeah. One thing that uh, I uh, one thing that I noticed, kind of not really noticed, but like this opening long shot actually has a connection to my childhood more than I remembered. The second that this opening long shot started, Obi Wan and Anakin's ships that they're flying in, I recognized because yes. I had toys of them. I don't know if yes. you had the same toy as me. But I had Star Wars Transformers. Did you have those ones? What? I didn't think you did. Because I did. They had a Star Wars... I had two Star Wars Transformers. And whenever they were in the, the vehicle mode, they were the ships of Obi-Wan and Anakin. But when you transformed them, they turned into action figures of Obi-Wan and Anakin. And <laughs> it's Bro, the craziest what? thing. I also had one... have them? No. I, why would I have them? I don't know where they are. Bro, I would, I yeah, also, I would have kept them. I also had one of Shame Emperor on you Palpatine from the original trilogy of his ship, and it turns into the Emperor. And it's like, I just like had major flashbacks to that toy that I had, specifically the Obi-Wan one, because that's the one that I had the longest. And it was the red ship, and it, it turned into Obi-Wan Kenobi. And it like, I, I've got to find pictures of it, and I'll, sh- I'll show you guys. But Oh, I'm 100% going on eBay and looking them up. And yeah, you got to Google Star Wars... Episode three Transformer. One is being purchased now. <laughs> not, not currently. I'm gonna figure it out after this. I'm gonna go see if I can find a photo. This. But I that was the first thing like I remembered. Like I saw that and I was like, oh my goodness, that's my childhood. I remember that toy. On like a similar beat, but like not really that close because transforming ships are kind of weird and I've never even heard of that before. Um I found them. Oh yes. Okay, keep talking. <laughs> I had I had a Lego version of Anakin's ship because I was a normal kid and had Legos, not Transformers. I had Legos too. <laughs> I know, but I had a Lego of this, so hey, I if win. We, if we talk in Lego Star Wars, man, there's only one thing we could talk about. Lego Star Wars, the game. Oh my goodness. This mission in this, mission in this game was the best mission. Uh, such a good mission. Alright, but one thing I did want to talk about is Obi-Wan. And Obi-Wan in this movie just becomes like one-liner central. Like he has it's, it's so ridiculous. many one-liners in this. He has so many one-liners in this movie. And for me, I love it, dude. I, they're so good. It's, they're not good in context, but just anywhere. Great to pull out. Always great to pull out. I mean, oh, it was, it was kind of something that we were talking about before we started recording was like the writing in this movie. It's iconic in a way because we all like remember the lines because they're a lot of the times in these like in this one-liner style but it definitely mm-hmm. doesn't make the writing good it, it's a very memeable movie yeah just because just because we know all the words <laughs> and we can like sit there and quote the movie to the tv as we're watching it doesn't mean that this writing is revolutionary in any way <laughs> my experience oh. while watching this movie is they would say something and i'd be like oh yeah that's from that one meme <laughs> The whole time. The whole movie. Uh, Don't but, make me kill you. Hey, that's from that one meme. You know, just the whole time. Hey, by the way, he just sent me a picture in our little group chat. That is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I sent I sent the photo of the Transformer Obi-Wan ship. If that was the one I had as a kid. If that's the coolest thing you've ever seen in your life, you need to see some more things. <laughs> Probably. Probably. <laughs> I've seen a lot of things. <laughs> that, yeah. Ooh. So oh where, where are we at? 
Ah, I know where we're at. I don't know. They You're the one driving on this ship. bus. I'm driving this bus and we going down. We're already 15 minutes into this thing. Come on. We are going straight <laughs> off a cliff, baby. Let's get it. All right. Back into it. So, they get onto General Grievous' ship. They find they find uh, Emperor Palpatine and Count Dooku. And we get our first light, lightsaber fight in the movie. You know, at the same time, R2-T2's getting jumped. And he, like, spills oil. And then he can fly. We forgot to talk about that last week. R2-D2 straight up can just fly. Yeah, like, I don't love that. <laughs> like, they really just they just added another. They were like, hmm, R2-D2 is a, needs to get out of this situation. What can we do? What can we give him this week? And it was like, yeah, yeah make him fly. They also show him at some point in Attack of the Clones, they show him just, like, flying just, like, little bits at a time to climb upstairs. Yeah. And it's like, just build it, just, just make it a Yeah, ramp. why aren't there ramps everywhere? <laughs> if droids are so prevalent in this universe, why is not everything more droid accessible? Because droids, droids. Droids are people, Literally too. Ev- mm, that's not true. Droid rights. Come on, man. No. Okay, but continue. We, we do not need about, to talk about keep droids talking about rights. Fire. We're gonna get we're gonna get back into the Count Dooku fight here. Uh, you know, it's been a while since since Count Dooku and Anakin have seen each other. You know, last time that happened, Count Dooku cut off Anakin's hand. We didn't really talk about it because that that lightsaber fight is garbage. But this lightsaber fight, pretty fire. Uh, you know, you got some memorable quotes from this. Double the pride. Uh, yeah, double the pride, double the fall. Come on now, great line. And they get into this fight. And dude, this fight, this fight is fire. Love this lightsaber fight. You know, it's it's a, it's showing how much Anakin's power has increased since the last time we've seen him in a movie. Uh, and he is he's just putting Count Dooku on the ropes, uh, just left and right, looking like Yoda in, in Attack of the Clones. Um, so much so that he cuts off both of Count Dooku's hands and then puts him in this like thick little cross lightsaber thing to just slice his head off. And then we get another meme. Um, come on, it's a great meme. The, the do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Kill him, do it. Do Why it is it, can I, can I ask a question? Yeah. Uh, Cause you're, you're the big fanboy of this movie. Why is it such a big deal that Anakin kills Count Dooku? Like, why is him killing Count Dooku that big of a deal? Because the Jedi have not cared about killing anyone up until this point. It's like everyone else can kill except for Anakin. It's kind of what they keep. Like, they've not made a big deal of it at all. And at the end of the movie, Mace Windu has no problem with killing the Chancellor. Like, he's cool with that, you know? That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It's it's against the Jedi code. Yeah, but they haven't so, cared at this point. They kill people left and right. When? Give me a good example of who they killed. Jango Fett. Jango Fett? Jango Fett was armed. What? This man This man had a lightsaber. He took it. <laughs> he was but, armed. He was trying to kill them. Yes, correct. But then he disarmed them, and he was now a defenseless prisoner. As okay. Anakin but states still, later. I don't think that matters. Because he doesn't say, I can't kill him because he's defenseless. He says, I can't kill him. Obi-Wan didn't care about killing Darth Maul. Darth Maul was like, a defenseless. Darth Maul had the lightsaber in the hand. He cut the lightsaber in half. Yes, but another... He still had half of it. Yeah, he still had half of it. Yes, Joe? I would like to say that Anakin has seen that Count Dooku can use the Sith lightning. So technically... He is armed. He is armed. He is armed. Light, he's, he's armed with sparkle fingers. Boom. His sparkle fingers that... He just cut off. Oh, damn. He can, he can make lightning from the stumps. Dude, <laughs> I don't know that. how that works. Why Why can't he? <laughs> we don't ever see somebody use lightning without their hands. Their own, like, the only Well, because there's not a lot of, used. there's not a lot of Jedi or Sith that don't have their hands. We don't, we don't see Darth <laughs> Vader using lightning. If Darth Vader, if Darth Vader ever used lightning, then I could say, yes, definitively, we can do that. But Darth Vader never uses force lightning. Because Darth Vader can't use Force Lightning. Why? Maybe it's only some of them. Why can't anybody else do Force Lightning? And then Rey is all of a sudden able to do it because she's a Palpatine. Are you telling me the man with the most midichlorian counts that that universe has ever seen can't do Force Lightning? Maybe. We don't know. 
right. uh, we probably shouldn't talk about this. this it doesn't is, really matter. I'm just saying we should not spend all time I was on saying this was, at all. All I was saying was it really shouldn't matter that it, killing Count Dooku. Like that, it, it does, if it's a bad thing, then killing people, period, should be a bad thing. Like no, they should, they should always strive to not kill people. It's because Count Dooku basically surrendered. Once he was, he was defeated. He was defeated. So he I don't think you could say he him. surrendered. <laughs> His hands were cut off. He didn't surrender. <laughs> hey, he was defeated, not surrendered. He was defeated. You're not supposed to kill somebody who was already defeated. Nowhere, nowhere once do we see that next. We even see that. We even see Obi Wan do that. Obi Wan doesn't go and kill Anakin. Later in this movie. Man, if Obi-Wan would have just killed Anakin, he would have saved the whole galaxy a lot of pain. He would have. <laughs> he really would have. Alright, so we're about 20 minutes into the episode and about 10 minutes into the movie, so that's cool. Hey, don't worry. We're going to go really fast. Um, Are we? Yes. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to skip. I'm going to skip some parts. Don't worry. But Count Dooku gets his head chopped off. Uh, Which know. is actually pretty cool. It is it's very cool. Uh, and that's so they, Yay, PG-13 rating. <laughs> Give us deaths. Uh, and then one thing I, w- I want to talk about before, and then we can go. There was a really cool line, um, and, it, and it really worked, because this was, you know, this was episode three, and there was only four, five, and six, and Palpatine wasn't back yet for the other ones. Uh, but he said his fate will be the same as ours when he is rescuing Obi-Wan. Uh, and I dug really deep into this, Peyton, so you can get this, uh, because I dug super deep, and really probably too deep, and, and it's that Obi-Wan also died on the Death Star, both like Darth Vader and Palpatine, so that his fate was the same as theirs, and I thought that was very cool, and a little something that I saw. Did I dig too deep? I for sure did. Do I care? No, I don't. Back into it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Back into it. <clears throat> they they meet Grievous. They fight Grievous. Their plane gets shot out of the or they're not plane. Their ship gets shot out of the sky, uh, and they get, they crash it. Yada yada yada. That was really cool. Stuff. That was one thing I put yes. in my like the landing that ship. I didn't remember that scene at all. Really? I thought that was super cool. Yeah, the the landing the half the ship. That was cool. Got got fire yes. truck ships. Yeah, 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 that was, that was a pretty cool scene. You have you have the one-liner by Obi-Wan at the end, another happy landing. Uh, that was such a stupid line. That made me mad. <laughs> I use that one a lot. Um, that's why I said it. Um, then they go back to Coruscant. They celebrate Anakin for rescuing the Chancellor. Uh, and then we get Padme and Anakin seeing each other again for the first time in a while kissing uh, very in public it was very in public <laughs> um and then she's like really oh bad. no we can't do this here and it's like what do you mean you already did <laughs> <laughs> and then like five yeah. minutes later in movie time they're they just like established that the two of them are just living together yeah and it's like that this, is crazy like and this she's secrecy pregnant, is so, like, so stupid yeah she breaks the she breaks the prego news yeah, she's pregnant, and this is just a really, really bad kept secret. Like, come on, if you're going to keep a secret, you got to keep it a secret. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, continuing into the movie, basically some stupid stuff happens <laughs> where Anakin gets put onto the council but doesn't get the rank of master. And another, <laughs> another probably meme. the best meme to come from this movie. <laughs> I use it a uh, lot. I really like. Have it. Have you seen the milk one? The no. the milk the milk video. You haven't seen no. the milk video. Okay, I will now. find it and I'll send it to you. It's that whole scene. Um, oh, I have. But like yeah, yeah. edited to drinking the cup of milk. It's so funny. Isn't it to where it's like take a sip, young Skywalker? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I have seen. And that. Goes, it's really funny. And he's like. No, I will not. <laughs> and he's like, and then Yoda goes, mm, I will take the sip. And then Yoda drinks it's the good. milk. It's, it's the good. stupidest video ever. It's so funny. I'll send it to you later. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm about it. But we keep going. Anakin is asked to spy on the Chancellor, which he doesn't like because it's against the Jedi Code. 
we get a I, I realize that we get a lot of Jedi code in this movie. Like we don't really get it in the other two. Like there's like, oh yeah, our love is forbidden because of the Jedi code. But like now we're getting into more like it's treason. We can't do treason. We can't do yada yada yada. We get a lot of Jedi code in this. One thing I put in my notes was that like Anakin seems to really care a lot about not breaking the Jedi code for someone who's broken the Jedi code so many times. Like, this man, especially when it comes to his loyalty to Palpatine and not wanting to spy for the Jedi Council, he's all about, that's against the Jedi code, it's against the Jedi code. Like, why does he care about the Jedi code? He's already broken it through, like, that's the whole thing, is that he constantly is breaking the Jedi code. He's literally living with Padme. That's the one of the biggest no-nos in the Jedi code. It's like, he obviously hasn't cared too much about the Jedi code in the past, which is why they didn't want to give him the, the rank of master. But he seems to really care about it all of a sudden in this movie. He and, just, like, that's just really weird writing to me. He just stays breaking the Jedi code 24-7. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then uses like, the Jedi yeah. code as as an excuse when I think, he doesn't want to do something. I think it's more about the council breaking the Jedi code. Because this council was supposed to be this thing that he's supposed to look up to and, and would reprimand him for breaking the Jedi code. And then he sees them breaking the Jedi code and he's like, that's not even fair. You know? He... He's like, yeah, I'm like in this relationship or whatever, but like they're doing this, so they're hypocritical. Yeah, it's like kind of his way to like justify his own decisions. Mm-hmm. Probably, even though he's just doing his things because he's a little evil little boy. Yeah. <laughs> but Obi Wan gets sent to ooh a planet that General yes. Grievous is on to a planet. I don't remember the name of the planet. I apologize. I'm oh, looking right. at it right now, and I don't know how the heck to pronounce it. <laughs> Does it start Utawa, with Utapu? Yeah. I don't know. Something like it's that. It's where he gets on that stupid little lizard thing that I absolutely hate. The one that, that it's, shrieks. It's, that lizard thing is the best. best that well, lizard thing is one of the worst parts of this whole movie. What are you talking about? It's absolutely about? unnecessary and makes me want to... I just almost want to just put the TV on mute. It's That lizard is awful. Okay, well, we definitely have two different views on the lizard. (laughs) I'm going to be honest, I didn't think the lizard would cause this much controversy. No, I'm telling you, when when we were talking at the beginning, I was like, there's a few little things that just frustrate me about this movie. The lizard's not a little thing that frustrates me. It's a big thing that frustrates me. That scene goes on way too long. Yeah. It's like, it's one of those things that's like, it's a scene that's like, the, the movie's full of so many, like, good scenes but they just seem to go on for way too long sometimes and it's just kind of like oh okay we're we're still following this lizard huh like yeah. it's still happening like yeah i've seen the lizard for 10 minutes already i'm good you know and then we see it for 10 more yeah i guess you're right but he goes to this planet and you get the lizard i'll give you the lizard you know i i, I talked about it earlier or I said nah to your to your argument about the heroes. Nah, I'll, I'll take the lizard on this one. I'll take the L on that one. Yeah, I guess the lizard is a little much. Good. <laughs> I'm glad. Dang. Still doesn't drop it from S tier. Uh, <laughs> and and then we get we get another great one liner as Obi Wan drops mm-hmm. down from the banisters <clears throat> off the top rope to uh, hit him with mm-hmm. the Hello there. And then General Hello Kenobi. <laughs> what a yes. great meme. Yeah, like another... if... It's a, it's a good meme, but... I mean, if the whole <laughs> idea of this plot point of this planet and everything like that is that Obi-Wan goes there and it's under, like, surveillance and everything like that, like, Grievous's surveillance absolutely sucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it is, it is terrible. Like how do how do you have a Jedi Master show up and then not pretend realize to pretend to leave and then just be like, Ah, oh, I guess he's gone <laughs> And then once he drops down and like gets into like the combat with Grievous, like he has like his like four dudes go at him and then Obi Wan crushes them and then him and Grievous are just going at it and everybody else is just standing around just watching the show. Okay. So I got this one. Uh, this is coming in 
I know this is coming in from a TV show, but first off, the hello there is a callback to Grievous did that to Kenobi. He jumped down from the banisters and was like, hello there, General Grievous. But it's a little callback. I guess it was a call forward because the Clone Wars was made after this, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So it was a little call forward. But in the timeline of things, it was a call back. And a Jedi knows intuition or has intuition about their about their enemies. I think that's the word. Intu intuit no, I'm gonna go with Hey, a Jedi just knows his enemy really, really well. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with that. Uh, he knows his en enemy really well. And he knew that Grievous was gonna take him one on one. Like, straight up. That's why he has the collection. That's why he takes it so. Like, he's like, I've defeated all of these Jedi. I can defeat you. So he knew that was gonna happen. And all he had Yeah, Grievous had has an ego on him. So that does. doesn't surprise me that he wants to fight him one on one. He even tells the droids, he's like, I've got yeah, this. Yeah, I don't hate Like, it. he basically it's, tells them to, to hang it's out. It's good combat. It's fun to watch them go at it, Grievous, with all of his lightsabers. Grievous is pretty cool. It's entertaining. Yeah. Uh, I wish we got more backstory for Grievous in these movies. movies. I know they yeah. give him in other stuff that I haven't seen, but it's like, give us some context for Grievous. Like, he's a pretty cool character. Like, he looks cool, you know? He does he's got cool. the four arms and the four lightsabers. That's something we haven't seen before. Like, mm -hmm. that's really cool. But he's also, like, not a droid, really. Like, he's, like, part organic, part... Like, he's like a yeah. cyborg thing, which is kind of cool, and we haven't really seen that before. And it's like, give me more of that. Like, that's pretty cool. Show me some of that stuff. Yes. Um, but I really enjoyed the little helicopter move that Grievous does at the beginning of the fight. I, I feel like if Grievous did that for the entire fight, he would have won. Like I don't, I don't see how you can combat that, just and it just slowly coming towards you, and you have the other two lightsabers to, to try to. You good? You like looking weird? Okay. Joe sent me a text. I was responding uh, to him with facial emotions. I can't hear wow. Peyton at all. Ah. You can't hear me now. So yeah. Funsies. <laughs> Very. Oh well, fun. we'll be fine. We'll be, we'll be fine. fine. It's okay. Part so, of recording on quarantine. I'll yes. switch to Wi-Fi. Let's see if that changes anything. So, <laughs> we're back. Helicopter move, lightsaber move. But I, I really feel like if Grievous did that, the entire fight, he would have been fine. He would have just... Probably. Oh, okay. Well, now that's happening for me now, too. Very cool. It's fine. But, the clones show up. They start fighting the droids. Both of Grievous's lower arms get chopped off, and then Obi Wan goes and chases after him. More on the lizard, baby! Come on. Um, so they get to their their final arena on Grievous's ship. Obi Wan at this point has dropped his lightsaber next to Commander Cody, and uh, and and ends up killing Grievous with a blaster. And then as he, as he has it, he chucks it away and says, so uncivilized, which is, I guess, a callback to, I mean, technically a call, what's going to happen in the future, where in episode four, he says, from he talks about the lightsabers being from a more civilized era, uh, and the blasters being uncivilized. Ah. Yeah, I, I don't know if you knew that or not. But uh, that, that was a it's another one there. of those one-liners. It's yeah. like another one of those things where it's just like dialogue is in the form of a one-liner, which is kind of like right. whatever. So this is a one-liner, but it has like a little lore slash fun twist with it of, of it being a uh, callback slash call forward. I don't know which one it is, uh, to be honest with you. But yeah, I, I, I really enjoy that, that one. And next... I believe we get, we might get the story. I don't remember what's next. Oh, I know what's next. The next part of this movie, right after General Grievous dies, is Mace Windu and three other Jedis going to confront, um, at this point, who we know as Darth Sidious. Well, that's at the end. No, it's not. I'm. Order, 66, a, Order well, 66 is in the middle of the... 
Order 66 is in the middle of... Well, before this, we have the story of Sidious. Darth Plagueis? Or, yeah, Plagueis. That was was going on while the Grievous fight was happening. Yeah, those are, like, intertwining, like, cutting cutting back and forth between each other. Mm Mm-hmm. Because then you have Anakin, he tells Windu that he yeah. thinks that Chancellor Palpatine is a Sith Lord. Yeah. And that's when Windu and the welcoming party go to arrest Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my man's back. Yeah, your boy. My boy. Uh, <laughs> but they go to arrest him. Uh, we get some more memorable one-liners. I am the Senate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> come on. Uh, and then the not yet you're not just the right ooh that's a good one uh, and then ooh <laughs> and he does the little sp- sp- spinning scream and immediately so kills two stupid. Jedi it's nah so it's, called, it's a force it's a force screech it's used to stun enemies that's why they went down so fast okay oh <laughs> I yeah, actually no saw way. I actually saw that in a, in a breakdown video and I kind of had the same reaction but I was like I mean I guess yeah, I was just we like, actually what, whatever we get you another, want to say it is. We get another force screech in the and at the end of this movie too. The no is is a force screech. I believe. Yeah, that was that was the example they used, and that's why yeah. like when he yells, like he doesn't really like do anything with like his arms, but like just like the his voice is why everything like crushes around them. Mm-hmm. Exactly, oh, you're talking about exactly the Darth right. Vader no? Oh, yes. that yeah. cracks me up every time. That's so it's funny. so funny. That, that's a, that, yeah, it's but so awkward. And I funny. want I I want to hear that phone call where Lucas like had to call James Earl Jones and was like, "Hey, I need you to come record something real quick." And then <laughs> he word. just hand, and then he just hands no. him the script and it's just like, "Go ahead." <laughs> I mean, he had already had to record it for Return of the Jedi. When when he does the nose for when Luke's getting zap zapped, he goes the nose. But it's not the same. It's like it's, it's the not the same. It's definitely not the same. Um, but this is like a cartoony. No, <laughs> like it's so bad. Yeah, it's big dumb. Yeah. We're gonna get there. We'll right, get there eventually. Continue. But we go back. Three of the Jedi's go down like, or two of the Jedi's go down like punks. Kit Fisto gets a couple couple blocks in there. My boy, rest in peace. And then he dies, uh, and then and then Mace Windu, and and Darth Sidious have a have a big fight next to yeah pour one out for my man. Uh, <laughs> Mace Windu and Darth Sidious have a big fight, and while this is going on, we see a we see a scene with Anakin and Padme, and they're looking across Coruscant, and they're looking at each other's buildings, uh, one being the Jedi Temple, and the other being, I guess, her apartment. Um, <laughs> I like I don't, I don't really know what it is, but we're gonna go with that, uh, and that's when that's when Anakin makes the decision that he's gonna go and go over and see what's going on with uh, the Chancellor and the Jedi's, and so we get back and get back to it, and Mace Windu is holding holding uh, Chancellor Palpatine down by a lightsaber, uh, and he's got the little zappy hands and going. That's when he gets deformed with the lightsaber because he's blocking him back with the lightsaber. One thing I've never understood is why doesn't he stop? Like, he yeah, is that's purposely one thing scarring himself. Yeah. Um, he's like, eh, I'm weak, I'm weak. Like, that was your own fault, kid. Like, you could have stopped yeah. at any time. Yeah, I, I never understood that. For me, the Windu versus Palpatine or versus Sidious, whatever you want to call him, this, to me, is the worst part of the movie. Really? Um, this is my least favorite part of the whole movie. And that's saying something, because there's like some dialogue between Anakin and Padme that isn't very great at other that points is, of this movie. That is correct. But like this, for me, is just like... I I really didn't... I didn't vibe with this scene at all. Okay. It's just... It's, it's, it feels like a really <laughs> dumb fight to me. It doesn't look very good. Like, it's just... It's the silliest thing ever. I just feel like it, it feels really out of place. In a movie that has pretty cool lightsaber fights, this one takes the cake of being not good like this one this one's not great for me i i just felt like this was this was my least favorite part of the whole movie i think it was just not it, i just i wasn't i wasn't vibing with it it was weird okay joe what, what did you think of the lightsaber fight then i mean kind of in like the same 
feeling. It's it's all right. It doesn't really do that much for me. It's just it kind of just serves its plot point of we need to establish that Palpatine like is like evil, evil, and like super powerful evil, mm-hmm. and then it's established throughout the other movies that like Mace Windu's like high ranking, like really important of like the Jedi, and that like Palpatine's able to t- like take him out, like. It serves its purpose from like a plot standpoint, but there's not much to it. Okay. Well, I thought it was cool, but I feel like me. <laughs> I feel like Mace Windu didn't put up much of a fight. in In an earlier movie, we're told that they like Anakin says that he he or that Obi Wan is as wise as Master Yoda and as powerful as Master Windu. Like, apparently, Mace Windu is is like. The the powerful the powerful Jedi like he's yes. like supposed to be super powerful super strong super good fighter like he's the opposite of wise like he's like just this skilled swordsman fighter strong with the force all that stuff like he really doesn't put up that much of a fight he's I mean, he, really not he a good fighter he wins the fight he wins the fight but then I just I feel like he just he goes out like a chump you know I feel yeah, like they I really mean, did Mace Windu dirty they really did do Mace Windu and, dirty and Anakin is really stupid in this scene. Anakin just frustrates me to no end in these movies. Why? Why does okay? Why does Anakin frustrate you in this scene? In this scene, it's just like he doesn't care to really hear out both sides. He just he sees what he sees and he reacts. And it's like that's he knows he knows that this dude is a Sith Lord and he knows that this dude is a bad guy. But but he he feels pity for him. Why does he feel pity for him? In the previous, he has shown no point, pity though, in, in anything the previ- else in these movies. In the previous scene, we see that he makes a decision that he needs Palpatine to save Padme. That was what the entire window scene of them looking out was. That he needs Palpatine for Padme. To save Padme. And he even says that. He says, I need him. Don't kill him. Yeah. And he was still, and Mace was still going to kill him. So he had to do something. Now, he definitely should have done his, that, and he says it. Yeah, it's not his feelings for Palpatine that's making him act the way that he is. It's his feelings for Padme. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he, that's he, how reacts, into he it. reacts by stopping Mace, but Palpatine comes back with that unlimited power. and just Yeah, for someone it. who is really weak, he wasn't that weak. That, I mean, he was also manipulating Anakin. Yeah, he was just... Because once once he kills once once he killed uh, a Jedi Master, he's done. Like there's no going back from that. So he he basically had to. But then we get Order sixty six, which is really sad. I don't really enjoy Order sixty six. And by that I mean I find it very sad. Uh, like I, I don't I don't get. My my joy from all the cool stuff. It's just all the all the Jedi's die, and I'm like, dang, this kind of sucks. I I think I would like it is emotional and it is sad, and we get that it's like a big deal, but we don't really get the significance of why it's so sad unless you watch and take in these other Star Wars media. Like we haven't seen the relationship that the Jedi have to the clones. Like, something we don't see in these movies is that they have really good relationships. They are really good friends with them. Like, they are all very close. And so they're being turned on by some of, like, being being turned against them by, like, some of their best friends. And that's just kind of, like, we don't get that in this movie. And I think if you haven't seen The Clone Wars or if you haven't done some of the Star Wars video games, some of that other stuff where you see this, you don't really get the full impact. And that's something that I wish we would have seen more was, like, some relationship building there so that way we can really see the just how emotional this scene is you know because mm-hmm. we don't really see how close they were with the clones we're just kind of like oh they killed them but like if we get to see that they have been like they've been working with these clones for all these years and developing these really intentional relationships with them and they're getting to know them especially with like the higher ranking clones you know they're all they're like they all work together and they know each other. And that makes it way more emotional that they're forced to turn on them, you know? Mm. And I don't think we really get that same impact. Where if you've seen The Clone Wars, it's a whole lot more impactful for you. And so as someone who has only seen 
a few episodes of the Clone Wars, it doesn't have the same impact, you know? True. Joe? I mean, it might be a little controversial, but I'm just going to go out and say it. I think Anakin killing the younglings is absolutely hilarious, and I laugh at it every single time <laughs> because it's it's so memed, and it's just just the Master Skywalker. There's too many of them. Like it. Gives I love how he every, calls him Master. It gives too, it gets like. me every single time. Because it's, it's been made very clear that he's not granted the rank of Master. Yeah, but he still calls it, him Master. It's absolutely iconic, and it's so funny. It's just funny to me. <laughs> because just like the, the like <laughs> the screen capture of like his face when like he like draws the lightsaber the blue it's, lightsaber mm-hmm. <laughs> it's priceless it's so good he's just like what <laughs> it's so great it's really that's also one of the things that, that kind of takes me out of the movie because it's like for me that's not very believable i'm just like i can believe that he's he's doing this turn to the dark side for padme like he wants to save her life and he also wants to save the life of his kid. But I, I'm i not convinced that he would go so far as to just murdering children for Padme. You know, I don't think that he's he's turned that far yet, you know? I mean, not to say that's outside of his, his mom. Yeah, but he also viewed them as animals. He, he doesn't view these guys as animals. Like, these are, these are just kids. They're innocent. And your whole thing is, you know, the Jedi can't kill the innocent. And at this point, you know, it's, it's whatever. He's still, he's you know, definitely he's, not he's rejected, definitely he's rejected the Jedi now. I know, but yeah. it's still like, I just don't think he has turned to the dark side enough yet for it to be believable that he's just going to go murder children. It's like, give me more of him turning into the dark side this movie. Like, make this whole movie him turning to the dark side. And, you know, some of the stuff that's earlier in this movie, push that back to two, you know? Like, that would be then it'd be more believable. I need more character development because up and like, if I'm just given what I'm given, it's not convincing. I'm just like, I don't believe that he's just going to go murder children. I feel like he just pledged himself to the dark side five minutes ago. You know, mm-hmm. that's the thing. That's one of the things that like all throughout episode two, we kind of talked about it for a bit. They always try to throw in these like hints and little subtle moments and stuff like that. And sometimes like really in your face moments of like, hey, don't forget this main character in this series. Like, he's going to turn evil. Like, everybody knows mm-hmm. it's going to happen. So we're going to, like, keep building to that point. And then at the beginning, they kind of, like, go back to it, and he's, like, all about the Jedi code and everything like that. So they, like, are going down the right path of more fully fleshing out his arc and his turn. And then they kind of, like, revert back yeah. some ways at the beginning of this movie. I know you were saying that kind of in the last episode. And then yeah. they go, like, they, like, slam on the brakes for a little bit, and they're kind of cruising for a while. And then all of a sudden, they're just, like, fully back on pedal the gas. To the metal. Like, yeah, pedal to the like, metal. He's killing everybody. He's fully crazy Darth Vader now. Yeah, he's, like, he starts going evil. Like, if they would have continued from where they were in episode two straight onto three, I, I wouldn't have any trouble believing that. But... He goes from like being like, like a pretty bad character, and he's like starting to like turn evil. And George is like, "Oh man, we made him too evil. Like it's not gonna be convincing. Like these years have passed. He's too evil right now. Um, we need to like make him good again for a little bit. So it's like he goes from good to bad, and then good to bad, like back to back movies. I mean, I can I can justify saying that without like, without you seeing the Clone Wars, we don't even need to talk about that. But like him being trained. In by still by Obi Wan and not a lot happening to his like personal life. That that's a that's a big contribution of like him not being evil. Like he's not gonna go. He did it for revenge against the Tusken Raiders. Like there's not more personal stuff that's going on because that's that was his only family. So like he was also then trained more by Obi Wan, learned to control his feelings more, and and they, they kind of back down i mean yeah but you can you can definitely tell in episode two like the choices that they make in that so we're like even if it is like a revenge thing and it's not like he's truly evil when he goes after the tuscan raiders like the music choices they make and stuff like that they know what they're trying to convey in that movie yeah yeah like they they know what they're, they're showing doing. his true nature is yeah, what they're really trying sure. to show but then they kind of revert it and they're like oh wait 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 no he has ethics let's focus on that for a little bit 
Oh, no, and now then, he's bad. Yeah, and then Palpatine says, now you're Darth Vader, and, like, the flip switches again, and it's just like, all right. Music comes in. Um, but but after this, there's really only, like, one big thing. Um, there's a little bit after the lightsaber battle, but we yeah, can touch on that very there's two big. There's, there's two, two main big things. things. There's yeah. two big things. Um, but the, the biggest thing in this whole movie, I guess, yeah, is, is, is the lightsaber is, fight. The Mustafar. I was just mm. going to say Mustafar. Uh, Anakin originally goes there and slaughters all the Separatists. Um, and then Padme shows up and is like, yo, Anakin, what are you doing? Um, and they get they get this scene. He's breaking her heart. Yes, That's what he's doing. Where, where Padme realizes that Obi-Wan <laughs> was right about Anakin, that, that he did do this stuff, and he, he, he is turning to the dark side. It's so funny because Lucas really thought he did something with that line. Like he Anakin really thought he like hit this heart. like big emotional chord You're and it's just like nah, bro. I can't, I can't follow. It's so bad. the 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 love story lyric or not lyrics, but the love story dialogue in all these movies are just so bad. George Lucas cannot write love stories. Yes, that's what I've learned from this is that he just can't. But then Obi Wan comes out the ship that he was hiding on. And then Anakin gets all mad at Padme. You turned her against me. me. You did that yourself. <laughs> yada yada yada. Padme is the one-liners the continue. Oh, you know it. You you did that yourself. It's pretty Padme much just one-liners for-, for the next like ten minutes of this fight. Padme gets mm-hmm. force choked almost to death. Uh, Obi Wan checks on her, and then Anakin's like, "I have brought peace, prosperity, uh, justice, and I forgot the last one." Security to my new empire, your new empire. Your new <laughs> empire. <laughs> um, you know, only a Sith deals in absolutes, and then boom. Which is the dumbest line ever. Which is an that in itself that is, is an absolute. absolute. Yes, everybody knows. <laughs> Come on, George. Uh, and then boom. Proofread. We get, my opinion, best light- lightsaber fight, hands down. All time. This is the best lightsaber fight. Anakin versus Obi-Wan on Mustafar. You okay. know what? You know what? I'm a, I'm going to agree with you. <sighs> I got I got one. I got one. Dude, it's... I'm telling you. If there's ever a reason I'm putting this movie on, it's definitely this. Because there ain't much else I like in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not like, my favorite lightsaber fight in Star Wars. You uh, know, people... But people, people be good. saying that episode one is like redeeming quality is the lightsaber fight at the end. I'm just like, no, 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 no. That lightsaber fight doesn't do enough to justify the rest of the movie. This one, I'm not saying it fully justifies the rest of the movie, but it almost does. See, it's almost me, there. See, for me, this entire movie is just, you know, what it is. Amazing. So this lightsaber <laughs> fight, this like for me, this lightsaber fight at the end is like, just this just cherry on top, making it perfect. Um, See, for me, the lightsaber fight is good until they go out on the lava. The lava ruins it for me. Because I'm like, why are they walking out on this lava? Like, I, I, I get that it's for the, the action set piece. Like, it's for the movie side. It's not for the story. But them fighting on lava is the dumbest thing ever. It looks cool, but it, to me, it just bothers me. Because it makes no sense that they're out there fighting on lava and they're on these little floating things above the lava and fighting out there. It's like, there's so many other places you can fight. The coolest parts of the fight to me were inside. Like, that for me, that was it. So, I don't know. But it looks cool. So, does it really matter? (laughs) (laughs) It looks cool, but it just, I don't know. If they weren't fighting on the lava, I think I would like it a lot more. Because also, the lava doesn't look great. Mm -hmm. Like, the CGI lava is not the best looking lava in the world. Now, if it was like convincing lava and it looked really cool it might be different but it looks kind of like the lava from shark boy and lava girl if we're being real here okay not that it's bad. not nearly it's not as bad, bad as that it's i know it's not that bad but it's pretty close like it's only this is this is about on that same scale okay. you know and so that really bothers me if there wasn't the cgi lava craziness i think i'd like it a lot more yeah but during but it's still really cool it is it's a great fight Obi-Wan's on the ropes almost the entire time and until the very end. And while this, this fight is happening, we get another fight happening with Yoda and 
Emperor Pal or yeah, at this point it is Emperor Palpatine. Um, yeah. And and they're they're fighting in the Senate room, which is just, I think it's a pretty cool set piece. Like it's like I hate that fight. You you do? <laughs> I don't like that fight at all. I like parts of it, but then there's one part of it that's really stupid, and I, it's where like where Yoda like catches like the chair thing and, and he like stops it, it and then starts spinning it. it and then he throws it and then Palpatine has to like dodge it like super last second. I was like, he just spun this thing for a good like twenty seconds like, and you, you saw were that. like reacting super last minute. I was like, what's up with yeah, y'all? I think the stupid. I don't thing, like that whole fight. The stupid thing for me is is Yoda falling and like I'm defeated. There, there's it is. Time to go in exile. He just gives up. He's such a coward. He's just like, they make him into a coward in this movie. Again, like we were talking about last episode, don't really like what they do with Yoda in this movie, and in this entire trilogy. But Lucas was like, "Oh, I guess we need to have more than just this one fight going on. So we need we need Palpatine to be do something too." And then like, "Oh crap! I wrote this whole movie, but like, how does Yoda get to Dagobah?" And then he's just like, like he's that's just like, not out of ah. the question. Like, I would just assume, okay, he goes into exile. We know he goes into exile. Yeah. You don't have to explain that. Yeah, this it could be just whole, something last you fight mentioned in passing. Not even, yeah, it could have not even happened. And when Yoda survives Order sixty six, just have him go to Dagobah then. Yeah. And just be like, all right, peace. I'm out. Yeah, yeah, I wish it was just the fight between Obi Wan and Anakin. Just make it longer. Like, if that, I, if if that was all we had, that'd be cool. If it's just a fight between the two of them, it makes that more intense yeah. than having it cut back and forth. Mm -hmm. Okay, I can agree with that. Um, I still enjoy the Yoda and Emperor Palpatine fight, but I do 100% more enjoy Obi-Wan versus Anakin, and if that was longer, I'd be 100% down with it. So, you're right. Uh, and then, I guess... We get into the more speaking dialogue, where, from my point of view, the Jedi are evil, which is just, Peyton, I know you're all about dialogue, and I know that you just love that piece of dialogue right there, and it's great, is it not? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not great. None of the dialogue in these movies are great. <laughs> uh, I thought... Like, okay, you can say that. You can say, from my point of view, the Jedi are evil. But explain it. Yeah. At least tell me why. Give me a little more, because that's just stupid. That's the worst part. This whole movie, they never tell you why. In the prequels in general. They they do a lot of talking, but they don't do a lot of explaining. And it's like, you, you don't have to elaborate much, but just a little bit would help. Okay. I'll give you that. But they fight a little bit more. And then we get another great one-liner, memeable scene as... Obi-Wan. Probably the most iconic. It, it probably From is. this whole movie. It probably is. He jumps up onto the, the high ground. And he says, it's over, Anakin. I got the high ground. Which doesn't really make sense. Because we've seen multiple times throughout this prequel series. That having the high ground doesn't really matter. But in the purpose of Obi-Wan trying to antagonize Anakin to try to get him to jump over him. It works. Now, does it not? It does. He does jump, and he gets sliced to bits. He gets sliced. His three remaining good limbs just right off. He had the one robot arm from Count Dooku, and now the rest of his actual limbs are just gone. Joe, do you, do you have... It's a rough way to go. It it's is. a rough way to go. It is. Do you have anything to say about this, uh, this scene? I mean, it, it it's a meme. It, it is a it meme. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's not much to it. It's just how it ends. They're just like, at this point, the entire movie is just aiming towards getting to the beginning of episode four, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And like showing like, hey, this is how all of these characters exist. Mm -hmm. And then... Absolutely, my biggest problem with this entire movie is Padme losing her will to live. It just, it absolutely bothers me so much because, just why? So, I'm a big fan of, I think I've said this before, but of Palpatine 
stealing her life force and putting it into Anakin so Anakin could live. Y'all That's just rude. Palpatine shouldn't do that. That's just not nice. <laughs> it really is not nice. But I think I think he does do that, and I, I think it kind of explains what's going on um, better than she's lost the will. And he can just do that. He can just think of anyone in the universe and steal their life force. That seems a little op. Well, like I don't. <laughs> we 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 get we get told that um, Plagueis can manipulate life force, and he said he taught everything to his apprentice, which was Palpatine. So, he can manipulate life force. I don't really know if that's what he can do, but I guess he can. Bro, why do you just know. take Ray's will to live? Then that's stupid. <laughs> I mean, I, I I do think you have to be almost. Because that's dead. his family, bro. I think you have to be almost dead. So. I don't know. Maybe it's it's okay. It is what. It but is. it is fine. Uh, and then my favorite part of that whole final scene. Uh, before before you get going into the pregnancy, was just like the robot hand clawing through the ash, so cool. Okay. Like, yeah, it's like pretty. Good. He's like clawing up like that. Just that that scene where you see the ash and you see the robot hand claw up and grab through the ash. Like for this this series that hasn't had the best CGI, that looks so cool. Like that that was my favorite part of the whole movie. Like <laughs> okay. that right there. Just yeah, we that kinda... grabbing there was super cool. I was like, oh, that's awesome. We kind of glanced over the "You were my brother, Anakin. I hate you" dialogue. Yeah, we we talked about it, and it's a meme. So yeah, it's 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 decent acting. Yeah, the dialogue isn't great, but it's delivered pretty well. I would say so. It's there's good a funny intensity there's a really funny blooper uh, if you, if you watch it, um, where where Hayden Christensen just like he, he's going and he has he has this green he has like the green removable limb. Because he puts the sleeve on for the green, so mm-hmm. it's gone. And he has all of them on except for the one hand. Well, actually, they're all green because he has the robot hand. And he, mm-hmm. he just he he puts both of his hands up, so he's like sitting up, and he goes, "Oh, I hate you!" And it's really funny. <laughs> and it, it just <laughs> it's a good blooper. But we get into the um, oh, I just had it, uba uba scene. Best part of the. You just looked at me like I'm crazy. So the robot. When she's when she's giving when Padme's giving birth, it goes uba 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 uba. <laughs> okay. So it's, it's the uba uba scene, um, or the Padme giving birth and dying scene. Yes, that's also a good name <laughs> for the scene. <laughs> ah, tomato tomato. Um, but Padme gives birth. Dude, she she had to have planned these names just by herself. Like, oh yeah, she already thought she, she this. knew both of the names right off the bat. She was like, "Bro, have you ever met a girl? Girls have their kids' names planned out when they're in middle that's school. True. Come on now, that's true. I but mean, like, they they've got that planned she out. She didn't know she ha- was having twins. Ago. She didn't know she was having no, but twins. she's got every name. But she was yeah, like, in fact, but, with Joe, I have actually not met a girl. So, oh, take okay. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she she didn't know if it was going to be a boy or a girl so she planned a boy name and a girl name and she, that's yeah. not hard for me to believe at all but like that's why they're so similar <laughs> i mean i guess yeah you're you're correct boom she was like look at look at she, me like she's like oh i had a boy cool that's luke and then bing bada boom leia that's leia uh yeah but then and then they set up how leia and luke get to their respective locations for the the original trilogy um they they do do that <laughs> and uh, and the reason that they go to Tatooine was also for Obi Wan's assignment, because he was going to go talk to Qui Gon, which for some reason decided he wanted to be on Tatooine. So I didn't really understand that whole bit. I was very confused by the talk to Qui Gon thing. It's like they left a cliffhanger, like he was wanting to make another movie about Obi Wan, and then didn't. I mean. And I was just, like, super confused because I was like, I Kenobi, don't know what that means. It's, it's sort of that Kenobi movie coming up or Disney Plus show. The, or the, the Disney Whatever Plus show. Whatever it's going to be now. Yeah, it's going to be Disney Plus and show. it's going to be about that. Yeah, I was confused by it, so I just decided I mean, to ignore it. That's what I, I mean, most of the stuff I mean, Qui-Gon died on Tatooine, right? No. So, I mean. He died on Naboo. No. He didn't? Where was that mall fight at? Naboo. Oh, it was on, that was on Oh, that's Naboo, right. Yeah. yeah, it was on yeah. Naboo. Then I'd have no clue why he's there. But, like, if somebody dies, like... What I'm saying is, do you have to be on the planet to die? You obviously don't, because 
because Obi-Wan died on the Death Star, but he was everywhere. Yoda died on Dagobah, and he was on the planet Moon planet the Forest Moon Endor. Like, you don't have to be somewhere. Like, you don't have to yeah. die somewhere. No, because, yeah, because Yoda, he was also on um, the island in the sequels. Yeah. He comes back and, and Rise of Skywalker. And Luke was on Tatooine. Luke was on the Sith planet. I forgot the name. Um, but yeah, but they set up. They set up why why they go to their respective places. You know, Bail Organa always wanted a girl and thought always about thought adopting a girl. And then to Tatooine to his family, because that makes sense. That's it the doesn't. only problem I really have. <laughs> But I mean, you can't really. You just—they're ha- just having to put it back where he there. started it. Ooh. Yeah, you just gotta get it where it started. Joe, I have lost Peyton's audio. Oh, so have I. Lost oh, audio. very cool. Do you hear me? No. That's really <laughs> unfortunate. Uh, so we're having All some right, technical well, difficulties over here. Yeah, you guys, gonna, y'all just didn't what's going down. <laughs> Yeah, just the, he was probably talking him. the entire time um, that I was interrupting. Oh, I could him. see him. He definitely was. <laughs> I feel really bad because I wasn't. I wasn't paying. Um, but you know, good times. We ended the prequels here. Uh, this episode is a little different. I mainly led this episode, so if it was a little all over the place, it's because my personality is all over the place. Um, yeah, it so, is. Yeah, blame Connor. Yeah. You know, this might be our worst episode. It also might be our best. We never know. But uh, thank y'all for listening. Not the you best. Know? Go ahead and <laughs> go ahead and uh, follow us on Instagram at <laughs> theact4podcast.com. Not dot com. <laughs> dot com. <laughs> Bro, what are you even saying right now? We, we don't have a website. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Come on, end it already, boys. <laughs> oh, we gotta end this. We gotta end <laughs> this. Oh, this is sad. Just cursed, my man. That's a wrap. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna this try episode, this again. It's just... We're gonna try this again. Thank Can you for the metaphor for the prequels. Oh my goodness, this is Thank ridiculous. y'all for listening. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at the Actor Podcast. And, uh, you know, that's a wrap. Yeah, it is. <laughs>